Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends. It's another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you today. Well, we are going to talk about freedom and recognizing bad things. Now, the word judgment, in my opinion, has gotten a bad rap. I think it's a misused word, especially when it comes to people's views of Christians, religious people. You know, it now seems to be a synonym for hypocrite or bigot or an antonym of loving and caring. In spite of the fact, I really believe in the proper context, judgment means exactly what the dictionary says it means. The ability to make considered decisions or come to sensible conclusions. See, we all judge. The people that judge people that judge are judging. The question is, is that judgment considered? Is it sensible? Is it based on truth? From a Christian perspective, is it based on love? Is it based on an understanding of our scriptures, of our teachings? But it's not a bad word. But if you're hung up on that word, let's, let's try a different word that kind of means the same thing, although stronger, yet because it doesn't have all the baggage of judgment, people don't frown on it as much. What's that word? Discernment. You know, in the Christian context, what does that mean? Discernment. Perception in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding. So it is judgment based on spiritual things, judgment based on a perception of our understanding of things. Now, the dictionary short definition of discernment is the ability to judge well. Now, I think that's what we all want to be able to do is to judge well. You want to judge well when picking a place to live. You want to judge well when you pick your friends. You want to judge well when you are deciding whether you're going to let your kids play with somebody else's kids. You want to judge well when you date somebody. You want to judge well when you decide to marry someone. You want to judge well when you're buying a house. You want to judge well when you're moving. See, judgment's not a bad thing. Now, like anything, it can be used for bad purposes. Now, I think something that we lose when we fear judgment when we don't allow ourselves to be guided, to understand what good judgment is, we, we lose the ability in, in a lot of ways to become fully human, to become what we were meant to be. We cannot be what we are meant to be without judgment. Now, what do I mean by that? Let me share a, a passage with you from Peter of Damascus. When a man has been sufficiently illumined, however, to perceive his own faults, he never ceases mourning for himself and for all men. Seeing God's great forbearance and what sins we in our wretchedness have committed and still persist in committing. Now, why is that so important? Why is Peter of Damascus saying to us that 
the basis of the Christian life is perceiving our own faults. Well, it goes back to Scripture. Read Romans. Romans can be difficult to read sometimes, but it's worth plowing through because it explains to us who we are, what we need, why Christ came. Romans 3.23, it's kind of the beginning of why be a Christian, why follow Christ. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All have sinned. We all do wrong. See, if you're honest with yourself, you know this is true. And I don't care right now if, if you're an atheist or a Buddhist or a Christian. Do you get up as early as you need to or want to? Do you treat everybody with love? Are you ever lazy? Do you ever eat things that are bad for you? Do you ever yell at people and in hindsight you were the one who was wrong? Are you always kind to the people you need to be kind to? Have you always reached your potential? Well, nobody has. You know, in, 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 in sin, if it's understood properly, in my opinion, it's, it's not about feeling guilty necessarily. Although when you recognize it, you might feel guilty. What it's really about is recognizing we are not all that we can be. We are not all that we can be. We fall short of the glory of God because that is our target. But you see, this is the beauty of understanding sin. This is the beauty of judgment. It's that when we do that, it offers us a path to reaching our potential, our true potential. And what is that? We were created in the image of God. See, judgment draws us closer to our potential and who we could be and what God created us to be because we recognize why we need God, why we need grace, why we need to follow that path. Why is that? Because we do bad things whether we like it or not. Now, the true lie is in not recognizing this, by not recognizing that if you don't judge it leads to darkness. It leads to falsehoods. It leads to a hell we willingly enter. And really, when people are up in arms about don't judge, don't judge, don't judge, what they're really saying is don't judge me. I'm telling you. This, this, this whole movement of like participation culture and there are no winners and losers and everybody is okay. It's because most of the people behind it, and it makes sense, they don't want to be judged. But how can you progress without being judged? And then when you create a society the judgment, okay, is just blanket wrong, what happens? You create a world, you create a society that doesn't progress. It's the same thing with your children. If you don't teach your children right and wrong, that there is a right and wrong, if you don't teach them to discern, to judge well, they'll judge poorly. And at worst, they won't judge at all. You must judge. You must discern. Now, what's important to remember, because obviously, as I said earlier, poor judgment can lead to bad things. Judging people to feel better about ourselves leads to bad things. Judging people so our sin doesn't seem so great leads to bad things. How do you judge in the Christian sense? Well, it's done with spiritual guidance and understanding. You can't do it alone. You can't base it on your own experiences. If you could, there would have been no need to send Christ because we would have figured it out on our own, but we didn't. 
You need scripture. You need mentors. You need spiritual guides to be part of your learning and your understanding in order to discern properly. From the book of Acts, chapter 8, verse 26 through 31. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and on his way he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of all the treasury of the Kandaki, which means queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home was sitting in his chariot, reading the book of Isaiah, the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah, the prophet. Do you understand what you are reading? Philip asked. How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. We need direction. We need guidance. We need to learn how to better discern. You need to pick up that Bible every day and read it, but you also need people to guide you through it. Same thing with your life. You need to face your life with honesty and transparency, but you need people to help guide you through it. You want to be a guide to people. You want your children. You want your friends. You want your family to feel like they can come to you as a guide. You want to look for people to go to as a guide. Without proper judgment, without discernment, what are we? We're slaves to the things that darken our souls, that tell us, oh, whatever you do is okay. Live and let live. Let people do what they want. Without judgment and discernment, we're hopeless. And why are we hopeless? Because we can't begin the first step of the journey of leaning on Jesus, which is what? All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Without that, you'll never start the journey. You'll never go down the road that leads to peace. You'll never go down the road that leads to freedom. Freedom. Freedom from ourselves. Where we can be allowed to become what God intended us to be. In the image of God. Free from those things. And it begins in recognizing the bad things. Not to be guilty. Not to get down. But to recognize we all have bad things we all need hope. We all need the grace and the Holy Spirit and the power that comes when you follow the person who created us. With that, you have hope. Without that, you are hopeless. You are only lost in the things that on your own you can't change. You are only lost in the things you can't change. But by recognizing our sins, what sin is, by judging well, by being guided in that judgment by Scripture, by wise people, by more experienced people, you find freedom. And when you find freedom, you understand that the path, the journey of all of this is to be more like God. That is our call. It is a lofty one. It is a glorious one. So until next time, my friends. Aim high. Sometimes you got to aim high by looking low when you've been a bad boy or girl. You got to spread your wings. Spread your wings on those things lighter than you that can lift you up to get to where you were intended to be a man or woman created in the image of God. And keep your eyes on the things that matter. The things that matter right and wrong, good and evil righteous things 
things that lift you up, that set you straight, that give you medicine when you need it, and give you a little bit of sugar when you need it. So until next time, I'm your host, Silouan. Have a great day. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.